It's Sean and Kevin's Infinite Movie Crisis. Roll the dice. Accept your movie fate. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Sean and Kevin's Infinite Movie Crisis. <laughs> I didn't say it at all. So no, no, that, no, no. Like what you just heard was fixed in post. I fucked it up purposely again. Oh, uh huh. Yeah, that sounds that sounds about <laughs> right. If you've never listened to this podcast before, this is the podcast where I, Sean Barry, and my co-host. Hey, it's it's it's. Saying, wait, what? Oh. Oh, oh, we're not fixing in post now. Oh, okay, great. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, it's me. It's <laughs> Kevin. What's up? Kevin. Kevin Coulter, we want pick out a new movie to watch every week, but we don't know what to do. So we roll a, a ten-sided die, and we pit, we watch no matter what what it rolls on. The scale from ten being best, one being. I like worst. that you said no matter what because we've definitely never ignored a roll from the die. That's never happened since we started doing the podcast officially. We have never ignored. I would a agree roll. with that. Like you you've released at this point on uh, this date of recording. I think you've released. Did you release the Dark Knight one? Hello? You did, right? Dark Knight Rises has uh, I, I, I think at the end of it, we do roll... I don't know if you kept it in, but we do roll a one, and we just never did it. <laughs> yeah, we just never did it. We'll, we'll, we will do it eventually, but listen, we, it was a different hey, time. Uh, wild, wild, more wild numbers for you. Outside of that first roll when we did uh, X-Men Origins, which was a five, we have yes. not rolled an odd number. All, really? Oh, yeah, yes, yep. now you say it. Twos, fours, that. sixes, and eight, uh, no eights, but a couple of tens. We've uh, no no odd numbers, which is just whack. I... I I hate being proved right over and over again on this, but statistics are weird, man. They're very, very weird. I don't know. Like, uh, you know, like, somebody just say how good of a roller you are. And Kevin, I think you rolled... Uh, average? Media... Average this week. <laughs> yeah. Very, very average. So if you clicked on the top movie, you know what movie we picked, or picked got picked for us in 2013's Oblivion. Did not do a watch along for. Can't imagine why. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know what we would say. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> like, okay. Usually, the length of my my journal while we watch these things, the length of my my diary, is usually an indication of quality. If I write down a lot of things, it's usually a a like movie I'm making fun of, and it's like bad. If I write down not a lot of things, it's usually because it's a great movie, and I don't have a lot of things to make fun of. This is a case where I didn't write down a lot, but it's not because it's a great movie. No, it's just like a me. It's like the most medium. Movie. Uh, I mean, it, it's you it know? is. Yeah, I, I think yeah, it's yeah. So, like I think this is the best definition of a very well-made, poorly written. Movie. I would agree with that. I would right? agree with that because if you're watching this movie. I, my first note is I really wish I was a, just a little hungover and just rolled out of bed and was like twenty minutes the, into this, this movie. To start this movie. This. Is the epitome to me of an FX movie. That's it's an exactly FX movie. It's a hungover too. FX movie. Because you know why? It's not even so much of watching it on FX. It's turning on FX and seeing previews for what movies FX has. Oh, you mean up. what's on, what's on DVD always... on TV? <laughs> yeah, on DVD on TV, and you'll see a little like the the test the you know giant white testicles floating mm-hmm. by yep. in space. And you're like, oh, uh, maybe I'll watch Oblivion later, and then, you're and like, then, ah, and then I don't watch Oblivion. Oblivion. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just it was such a. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I, it's not bad, no. but like it was also just it was just so who gives a shit. <laughs> well, it, it's just I think it's fascinating to look at like why does this exist? Like who who pitched this? Why was this made? So I I did as much research as I could about it. So the director of this movie is Joseph Kaczynski, a guy who has made. Nothing like spectacular, yeah. but he's uh, pitched. So he originally pitched this to a uh, 
a publishing house as a graphic novel. Uh, and he wrote an eight page treatment, which he then was able to shop into a, uh, you know, it, it, like for it to be, it got picked up by Disney to be a movie, uh, because he was already started working on Tron Legacy as well. And then they were like, oh, it's going to be a PG-13 sci-fi. They Disney dumped it and sold it to Universal. And then it just kind of happened. Well, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, concept wise and, and execution wise, this to me mm-hmm. was the epitome. Of, I think I wrote down right here. It's like the fourth thing I wrote down. This is a seventies dystopian movie director's wet dream of a movie. I wrote down this is like the best movie of nineteen seventy. Right, like the the thing the thing I kept thinking of, and you might know this one because it's an obscure joke, but there's a great joke from a season ten episode of Family Guy. It was called <laughs> And Now Back to a Depressing Nineteen Seventy Sci Fi movie starring a guy in a turtleneck. That's what I thought of the entire time. That really is it. I mean, because this is just so full of so many just so many sci-fi cliches I knew about certain plot elements going in, but I didn't know everything, and I, predi- I predicted so, the entire plot within 20 minutes. So you had never seen it I'd never right? seen it, but again, like you, or well, like, like you've mentioned, I saw lots of previews on FX for it. I saw uh, mm. all the marketing campaign back in 2013. So I was like vaguely aware of it, and I had seen like maybe a couple scenes here and there on TV. So I was aware, again, I was aware of certain plot elements, but I didn't know how everything mm-hmm. fit together. But again, I predicted like 90% of the plot within 20 minutes. Yeah, I, here's it. I had seen it before, and I just forgot the twist. Oh, okay, so, so it was fresh, it was fresh like, for you. Which it, it, was, it was fresh for me. I was like, I still like knew a general concept of what was going on, but I was just like, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll just keep, we'll just keep cruising along, see what uh, I did there. I, 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 so like this movie does not get made if Tom Cruise doesn't agree to be in it by literally no one else. Tom Cruise like, is carrying it, this movie. If they had gotten like Timothy Oliphant, this is not going to be. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I'm a to Timothy Oliphant. I, I know, I know. But like, no, I could see him in the role. I, I could, but like, n- no one's going. No, no. And if they, the only other is that they completely rewrote this character and like got made it The Rock. It can get made, but no other actor can get no, this movie. Definitely made. not. Also. uh by God, they came up with the most generic name for his character of all time. Okay, I'm glad you already started with it. I wrote down, I hate the name Jack. Jack, Jack I hate it. Because you know what You know what it is? It's every screenwriter, was their first draft is the character's name is John. They're like, oh, that's too obvious. I'll name them Jack. <laughs> it is. Like, think about how many generic, boring characters named Jack. Oh, you mean, you mean it's a uh, lot. Jack Harper, Jack Reacher. I'm just like naming Tom Cruise characters. Yeah, Tom Cruise has played three different Who's the, who's the third? His character in uh, War of the Worlds. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. It's uh, it's also uh, like, I it's not a name used very commonly anymore. Like it feels kind of old school. Like, hey, Jack. It's a little old school, but it's also. Oh, excuse me. He also played in the movie Legend. His character name is Jack. Wait, in what movie? Yeah, uh, in it's an old movie from the. 80s oh, okay. Legend. I thought I thought you said I am Legend. I'm like I. Do no. not believe Tom Cruise was in I Am Legend. I mean, this basically was kind of I Am Legend. <laughs> had a lot also. of those vibes. It did. Yep. Like this movie is I Am Legend meets Moon meets Independence Day. Yeah, I, I meets... think what made this so weird for me, and and you know we'll get into our our draft uh, our draft yeah. diaries. Let's say draft diary. Our, 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 it's draft yeah. day soon. Um, the thing that I wrote down like about halfway through the movies, I realized is that this movie gave me a lot of young adult dystopian fiction novel vibes like hunger games you know yes here's the thing i think it's like better than those like not in the sense of like there's more going on in those movies but like this at least has a more interesting like 
color palette and like art style, like right. at least art style, and like it's at least that's like I'll give this a it's pretty unique. I would agree. Looking. Yeah, like I, I I like it. So I, I have some later facts, but who gives? I won't. Yeah, you know. they shot this during uh, ten days of this in Iceland when it's twenty four hours straight oh, cool. of sunlight. So that, that that's what kind of gives that that you always are kind of being seen yeah. feeling. Which is what he's going for. Which is again, that's an interesting. That's why I said it. this is pretty well like directed, but the plot is just who gives a fuck. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, uh, okay. The first thing I actually wrote down, first actual note is, um, this could be a very long two hours. I don't think yeah, it was though. Yeah. Um, I broke it up into two one hour. Right. I said I had, I had stuff to do, but it was, I could have sat through the. Full I, I hour. didn't think it uh, full, like full two hours. There were a couple of scenes that were. I was like, all right, the pace is kind of slowing down here. That mm. happened a couple times, so I'm not saying it's perfect, but it wasn't the longest two hour stretch of my life. Let me put it that way. No, again, this is it's not like like it's like this is not a miserable watch. No, you know, like it like the the, the movie is at least always going. I feel like I was reasonably entertained. I was reasonably pace. entertained. That's, that's how I feel. But like, so, you, right, but you don't want do, like, you don't want that for your hundred twenty million dollar movie. Yes, especially too, because this is for the most part, even though it's technically based on a graphic novel, this is an original idea. Yeah, which don't get made anymore. Like, I mean, it's two thousand thirteen, so it was right on the cusp. But like, I I, I I agree with you that it's an original idea in that. Well, as in as in, it's not based on a pre existing. Because this is pretty derivative, my friend. <laughs> well, I know it's. Well, I, when I say original idea, I mean it's not based on a comic book, TV show, yes. a remake. A it's reboot, a new IP. It's or, a new IP at least. So let me do, let me give the full breakdown of what Oblivion is. So Oblivion, Oblivion takes place in 2077 on an Earth devastated by a war with extraterrestrials that has caused humanity to re- relocate itself to Titan. The film follows the story of Jack Harper, a technician who has been sent back to Earth to service drones using the fight against the remaining extraterrestrials. After witnessing a spacecraft crash when he from which he's able to rescue survivor harper is captured by the scavengers who are then revealed to be humans and fight against a new and evolving alien threat by the way just spoiling the movie. yeah i mean that's in the trailer but that's an hour in yeah it really is this movie was directed by joseph kaczynski like i said earlier uh it's written by carl gadzinsk and michael arndt as in there was two different they didn't write it together they one did a draft and one did the draft and they both got accredited based on the graphic novel this movie is starring Tom Cruise as Jack, Morgan Freeman as Beach, Olga Kirilenko as Julia, Andrea Riseborough as Victoria, Nikolai Kolderwaldu as Sykes, Melissa Leo as Sally, and Zoe Bell as Kara. I said all those characters' names, but I'm pretty sure they never ever mentioned. No, the, <laughs> Any like, the other ca- anyone outside of Jack. And I, I, I know that Morgan Freeman's. I know that Beach was mentioned at one point, and yeah, like. It's interesting how a movie that's supposed to feel huge has like five people in it. There's like nobody in this movie. Yeah, I thought that the two was like it really is just like just the story of kind of Jack Harper, like in him just kind of. Bouncing but like, around. if you gotta have Tom Cruise for a part like that, like if you need if you need someone to carry an entire movie by themselves, yeah, you could get Tom Cruise. You could do a lot worse. Yeah, I'll credit uh, Bill Simmons with this take before. Like, there really aren't. It's it, the power of a movie stars. If could they do a movie yeah, by themselves? Yeah, yeah. And he said Tom Hanks yep. has that power. He pointed out uh, he's a castaway. Uh, Matt Damon had that power because of the sure. Martian, uh, and he has like three others. And I'm like, Tom, and Will Smith in sure. I Am Legend. Uh, Tom Cruise has that. I power, agree. I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's he is better with other people to bounce off of. Them. Well, yeah, I, yeah, for sure. Which I think is also a big problem. Like this movie's very flat. Is his two female ladies or uh, co-stars are not great. <laughs> I would agree. In, I would agree with you on that one. They're very, they're they're very flat. Uh, the movie was released on April nineteenth, two thousand thirteen. 
It currently sits with a 7 on IMDb, 54 on Metacritic, and 53% on Rotten Yeah, like we, we've talked about it before where like, again, we had never seen it before, but we heard those ratings and we're like, that sounds about a six. Yeah, it's, a, it's about yeah. a six. Like I, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get into our official scores later. Uh, this movie cost $120 million to make. It had a $37 million opening. It made a total of $89 million domestically, but $286 million worldwide. So it's not a flop. But, yeah. It's a big... It was a, it was it was you know, a fart. Like, it was a bit of a fart. If it if it had crawled to three hundred million dollars, I bet there would have been. A I, I I I would estimate of that two hundred and like ninety some odd million dollars, about two hundred and fifty of it was just because of Tom Cruise. Yeah, I imagine most of it went to just just. To, I imagine most of the budget went to just keeping his face perfect. Right. Perfect. Oh, oh, I, I meant like I meant like the, the only reason people would see this movie is because Tom Cruise is in it. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, that's one hundred percent reason for this. So this movie, Kevin, was nominated for. The most egregious age difference between the leading man and the love wow. interest, with Tom, with Tom Cruise at age fifty one and Olga Kurylenko at thirty four, uh, by the Alliance of Women, Women Film. Wow, Journalists. where'd you find that one? It took me a deep dive, but you can find it, baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> it didn't. It didn't win. I forgot what what won. I don't feel like looking it up again though. But honestly, though, but I feel like fifty one, thirty four. That's all things. That's no, not that that's bad. really not that bad. They're they've been way no, worse. No, that's really not that. I mean, what it was like fucking? Who is it? Uh, uh, Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah, that's like 30 yeah, years or like, something. Although they've been happily married. I'm aware. Time. I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm just saying like, yeah. hey, it's just a number, baby. Yeah, it goes reverse sometimes. Aaron Taylor Johnson's married mm-hmm. to an old lady. Um, Okay, before we get into the movie, I think let's just talk about Tom Cruise because it's more interesting than talking about the movie. But, so, but Tom Cruise is this movie. I know, he is this movie. I want to talk about his career at this point in 2013. Anybody who knows Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise dominated the 80s. With massive hits with Risky Business, Top Gun, Cocktail, Rain Man, Born on the Fourth of July. Big movie hits, big, I mean, a big box office thing. In the 90s, he did a lot more critically acclaimed stuff. Uh, a Few Good Men, uh, Jerry Maguire, The Firm, Magnolia. Like, a lot of, like, more prestigious stuff. And then stuff. he joined then Scientology. He joined Scientology. Mm-hmm. And it's okay at first. <laughs> because that that's when we started doing more action movies. That's where we get the first Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible 2, Minority Report. And then it's right around the mid-2000s. We were alluding to earlier. What a wild time. This is where the IMDb gets funky for him. It's War of the Worlds. Yeah. Not great. Mission Impossible 3. Mm-hmm. Not great. Lions for Lambs. A very bad uh, political I thriller. vaguely remember that one. Valkyrie, where he's playing a German officer plotting Doesn't to kill Doesn't he just Hitler. have a straight American accent in that? Yeah. They don't even, they, they're like, don't, don't bother. <laughs> Uh, Night and Day with Cameron Diaz, bad. <laughs> Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, good, but it's kind of like the, Fanta- uh, the Fantastic Four. The Fast and Furious Four, where it's like, oh, we rebooted this franchise again, and now it's a different yeah. thing. But like it wasn't, it wasn't a huge hit. Like as we, as you in, in your that's, head, that's Ghost Protocol, made. right? Yeah, it's Ghost Protocol. It that's might be my one. favorite of them. Uh, mine, mine's definitely six. Uh, is also six. really, really good. But anyway, continue. Yeah, the lot. All right. Uh, then it's Rock of Ages. Uh, saw it on Broadway, loved it, never seen the movie. Broadway, fun. Movie, movie yikes. yikes. <laughs> and then Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher. Didn't they make two of them? They did make two of them. I'm just saying, because then we get up to oh, I see. Okay, so that's where he is at this point. You got you to gotta look at that like he's he's more or less dominated American pop culture for 30 years. Yes, and it's like, it's and, and realistically, just kind of starting to fade. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's really just one of those like, uh, I, and it's time. Like, he's in his... Mid, mid to late 50s I, I stand by know. he's the reason this movie made almost 300 mil it's not a lot but yeah. like that's that's a not that's a, a significant draw for one dude but I would say like the movies are still making money but now it's like how The Rock makes movies that make money with like 
all these movies are terrible and we kind of forget about them, but they all make money. So they keep getting like the opportunity to make stuff. And it kind of sucks as film fans because we want these big stars to make right. cool shit. Like that's what we yep. want. Right. You know, but, and so he does oblivion and it does. Okay. But now he gets to cut, but he does like this more sci-fi angle again now where he, now he kind of gets to reboot himself again because then we get edge of tomorrow, which is in my opinion, like a top five movie. I love edge point. of tomorrow mission impossible rogue nation, which was a ma- way was the, was the highest grossing mission impossible film to, uh, at that it's point of the, of the current three, it's my least favorite, but it's also still very, very good. Then he does the second Jack Reacher. I think, I think he was contractually obligated, but then he does American made a good movie and then mission impossible fallout. And now he's working. And now top gun two was supposed to come out directed by the same director. And then we have mission possible seven and eight coming. And he's going to film a movie on the moon. That's right. Yes, that's right. He's going to space. I forgot about that. He's going. He's going to space to film a movie, which we'll fucking does, does find he have, out. Does he have to, like? I haven't read anything about it, but doesn't he have to like train and shit? Yeah, he has to do fucking space training. He's going to space. <laughs> space. I think he's going to be like the oldest person to ever go to space. Yeah, too. yeah, that's right. Because he's like he's like fifty. He's like mid fifties, right? He's like almost sixty, I think. Let's see. What is his official age? He was born in nineteen sixty two. So that means he's 60 this year? He's currently 58. Oh, I'm bad at math, dude. <laughs> we don't We don't need... Uh, Sean, I'm not going to air you out as bad at math on this podcast. You can do that to yourself. <laughs> all right, but next... No, all right, but he's... Tu- okay, he's turning 59 uh, next this uh-huh. summer, which means he'll be in, he'll be in his 60s yes, when he goes to space. Fact. Yes, absolutely. That's nuts. That's yep. nuts. That- Our parents... My dad's in Yeah, I know. He could barely make it down the stairs. <laughs> You're lucky he can't hear you, and also that there's stairs in the way. Yeah, he can't hear me because he's in his fucking 60s, that's why. <laughs> come, come, on, come on the pod, Mr. Barry. He has I know he does. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, this fucking movie okay. happened. <laughs> All right, this movie happened. You want to just, I, don't have any, I, I don't have any question for you. I couldn't find them asking an interesting question or a funny question or anything. To pose to you before we end uh, our viewing. Yeah, games. I didn't have anything as far, like again. The only thing I had that I thought was funny was that clip from Family Guy, was it dep- the depressing 1970 sci-fi movie. Just because of the ending, where like he and the the female lead are running through a desert, then they see a building full of clones of him, and I was like, oh, so the entire movie. <laughs> yes, that is little. That is just that's just what this movie is. It's a sci-fi cliched mess that looks good. I okay, so, so all right, let's just. The the fucking the CGI is pretty solid. So, uh, looks it looks very yeah. good. So this is one of the things I found in my notes about it is the director was like he did he hated how much CGI he had to use for Tron Legacy. Mm. So he's like he was purposely going to be like all right I'm going to try and do as much practical and he used a lot of cool mirror effects. Yes, I found out. yes, so I, I could tell there was some practical stuff. Yeah, I could tell there's some practical stuff for sure. All right, so this movie opens. With just a sh- just a fucking runny dump of exposition. I wrote the first, th- the second thing I wrote down is all caps exposition and just uh, uh, okay. So I want your opinion as someone who's who's like you know looked at a script for more than thirty seconds, unlike me. So yeah, do you think a better version of this mm-hmm. involves just like th- learning this information through dialogue between the characters instead of? I already have this written down. Uh, when they find Olga Kirilenko, uh, Julia, in yeah. the movie, and they explain to her what happened to Earth, I was like, why didn't you just do that? Like, w- this movie's more interesting if, say, you could start with him having a spooky dream, even though I wrote down, I fucking hate spooky dreams as a It's It's very up. cliched, yep. It's, again, very cliche. Spooky dreams. But then you have him just go out and be like, gonna go check out Sector whatever the fuck to the chick, uh, you know, 
having into the fun kind of dog fighting stuff, the fight, like, oh, he's skilled, but like, I don't know, something's going on with his brain, and you could have him then discover the woman yeah. earlier. And like just just bring it like bring it all up. I, like I agree minutes. because the first the, the first half can, hour of the movie, it doesn't feel like anything real. Like it stuff happens and it's not bad. Yeah. But I feel like the plot wasn't happening yet. Yeah, it was. It, there was no plot to be had. It's just like kind of lore building. It's like you literally just get to check out what the and world looks you got to like. do them at the same time. Unfortunately. Yeah, I'm like you could, but you could easily just have him. It's so when he says we lost the world. Why not just have him take off in the in the the ball sack ship he's in, and just fly around? And we see all the monuments that have been destroyed with him in the ship. That way, oh, we're visually learning this is Earth. Something happened. Yes, uh, but then you also get me angry, like later in the movie when you fly past the Statue of Liberty thing being held up from the ground. I'm like, okay, so you've seen Planet of the Apes. Good for you. Fuck off. You know, you, you know, because the first twenty minutes and it's uh, the first twenty minutes are some of the best visuals of the film. I wrote down this is kind of like a student films. Like, check out the incredible effects I can do on a limited mm-hmm, budget. Mm-hmm. It's like, try and get hired by some studio. But like, oh, look, I'm very talented at what I can do. And I think, I think again, talented visually. Um, all right, he flies, he fucks around. Uh, you know, he goes to check out some drone uh, where he puts on a Yankee cap. And I wrote down, fuck the Yankees. Uh, I, I, I knew you would. But also, think about <laughs> this. All right, you ready? So he, yeah. the, the, one of the first scenes of him repairing a drone takes place in a ruined football stadium yeah. where the 2017 world champion were the, like took place, which none of that really makes sense as a football fan. Because first of all, you don't play the Super Bowl at home unless you're fucking Tampa, Tampa Bay, apparently. Tampa Bay, yeah. But yeah. what that it's... means is that the New York Giants or New York Jets won, because this is in New York, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, well, I mean, it's like a non like They're kind of in Manhattan, but they're near the Empire State Building, right. apparently. Right, so... so so Which, does that mean the New York Giants or New York Jets won the 2017 Super Bowl at home? No Super Bowls being played in New York City, my friend. Well, I mean, I think the 2017 was held at MetLife in which is in Jersey. But no, I mean, it can't like, be. They don't play in the North ever. They play where it's nice weather. No, dude. They, no, they they do, but they did they did play it a couple years ago. I I, I don't think so, but like yeah, no, they did. The, the year Bruno Mars was the. Uh, Halftime show with Red Hot Chili Peppers. Remember, because they're like, we didn't come out there with socks on our dicks because it was too cold. It was in I, New I, I find it hard to believe, but okay, I, I'll buy it. I, I, I swear to you that happens. They just opened up the new giant stadium. Okay, so, well. well I, can, I, cannot, I cannot tell you who was in it, but it was probably the Patriots. Oh, well, yeah. 20, if you talk about the 2017 one, that was the, page, that was the right, Patriots beating the, the Atlanta Falcons. That, that was, I believe, in, I don't know, let's, all right, let's see, 2017 Super Bowl. Yes, uh, that was Patriots overcoming the Falcons. Where was that played? That was in uh, uh, I want to say New Orleans. This is this is riveting stuff here. This was in Texas. This was in Houston. But all right, so, but the year after is where they uh, played it there. Played it in MetLife. So 2018. So they weren't too far. I I, I, I found the whole thing whack. Cause like these four yeah. sports analogies are terrible. Again, how about he's wearing a Yankee cap? Why don't I go to fucking Yankee I Stadium? Know, I know. Well. It's just, it's, it's just like, like they, they tried to give the script some personality by having both him and Morgan Freeman's character use bad sports analogies. Like, well, our ground game wasn't working, so we had to go to the air. Like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, that it, it really comes up with screenwriters who don't follow sports. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're moving along. Uh, he gets attacked by a, by the scavengers in the when he's like out on patrol, taking trying to take care of these drones or whatever. And I've done again, pretty cool action sequence because they kind of do the reverse Mission Impossible where his wire drops while he's in the midair. And I'm like, I thought that was really cool. I, I, I enjoyed that, like, that whole sequence. I really did. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. 
Because, then, because again, there you have a mysterious enemy. Like, you don't know what's happening. He's being hunted. You show that it is a dangerous world. That's good showing and not telling. As, as opposed to him having a shitty, uh, <laughs> you know, VO. The VO, I, I, I feel like the studio is like, you got to tell people what happened. Like, I feel like no no writer would fucking that's, do that. That's they what I'm saying. That's like, it's just being told is just, it's a classic mistake that gets made all the time, you know. But especially in big, uh, in big, big movies, they don't trust that audiences can like fill in shit. In, like they just don't trust us yeah. to pay attention, you know. Yeah, which I guess honestly, you talk to some people like I know, sense, I know, I know. <laughs> it sucks because as a good, as an intelligent moviegoer, like I know how to pick up on things in a movie. But there's so many that were just like, damn. Why was my all-time favorite when we saw Winter Soldier together? There was a guy being like. I think that guy is is his brother, referring to Winter Soldier and Captain America. <laughs> I was I remember this guy was like, I think that's I know, his brother. But like that's not even that's not even the worst. They're at least like making some kind of like some kind of connection, connection. instead of like I just imagine yeah. my mom like being like, Who's that? Why is he doing that? And like the worst of it is when right. you get asked the question when you also don't know because you're watching the movie for the first time. Yeah, I was like, I'd like to find <laughs> out. All right, I can't I can't prove this, but women ask that question more about trying to figure out what's happening in the movie before the movie it, gets it's, to it. It's so Without, frustrating. Like, uh, it, 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 or it might just be moms. My mom does this to me all the it, time. It's just time. like you're, you're sitting there and, and it is hard to be like, hey, look, in the context of the scene, seeing as it's the first 20 minutes of the movie, wouldn't it make sense that none of us know who that is? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. Like maybe we'll get the only to case that's not true is the MCU. That's it. Yes, that's the only time. Okay, he comes back to their glass, like, you know, billionaire apartment or whatever. They have flag yeah. up in the air. And then this is where he meets his uh, his partner, played by Andrea Riseboro, uh, who uh, is so bland. She's fine. It's fine. Like, it's one of those, of like, it's so weird. Tom Cruise doesn't have sexual chemistry with anyone on screen. Mm. No one. He doesn't know, like... In none of his movies, I'm like, he wants to fuck this person, yeah. you know? Well, their they're, they're right. sex scene, like, in the pool, which visually looked cool, but, like, just kind of came out of nowhere for me. I wrote down, that came across as, like, a Dior deodorant. <laughs> like, D- Dior perfume. Like I, like, I think I've seen Jennifer Lawrence do that exact same thing Dior. for Dior. <laughs> Dior. Make, get, get naked in a pool with us. <laughs> yep, I know. I'm, I'm with you on that. It's, uh, okay, so between our two female leads, who, like, that's the most, that's, like, I would say 80% of the movie is these three people. Yeah. I, I thought yeah. Olga Kirilenko was way worse. Yeah. She was just, she's not, she's pretty, <laughs> you know, I don't want to come out sex or anything, but it's just like, she doesn't, Hey, it might be the writing, but she doesn't have anything to do. I've only ever seen her in one other thing. And that's uh, quantum of solace. And she's not, I, uh, I've watched the first 10 minutes of quantum of solace twice. Both times I turned off my TV. Yeah. You don't have to. Well, she's French. Uh, so maybe there's a language barrier thing. She mainly does French films. Uh, sure, that's fine. But like in this particular context, you know, just the performance was not. Good. You know, I'll also fuck it. I'll just be like, uh, drop this trivia I found too. Olivia Wilde, Numi Rapace, Kate Mara, Mary Elizabeth Winstead all auditioned for the same role of Julia, who, which Olga Kurylenko got. But then, uh, and Jessica Chastain was actually cast at first, but then dropped out due to scheduling. Cat. I'm like, Jessica Chastain makes this movie like eight percent better. Yeah, I, I, yeah, for sure. Well then we'd have then we'd have two yeah. redheads as our leads and like that that would yeah, that would be that, maybe that's why it happened. We can't we can't we can can't have that one. Can't have can't have my my, my dream. <laughs> Wait, what was that? You kinda you kinda broke up there but, for a second. Uh, all right, he goes back out on the next patrol the next day after they fuck and it's like, Oh, and then we find out uh he has a fuck shed. Yes. Yep. 
He's got himself a fuck shed. Yep. Uh, uh, he's got a shed to go jerk off in. Uh, we also find out there's Sally, the Texan, the Texan tech support we have going on, played by Melissa Leo. And I wrote down, it's the future. And here's, I know in my head, like, oh, it's revealed because it's all a setup that she's not actually real. But like, they're like, uh, FaceTiming thing is worse than our current she, Skype. She felt <laughs> fake the entire time. Like, again, yeah. I knew because of all the tropes that were happening, I knew there was going to be something like, okay, because it's such a, 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 a YA novel thing to have the thing you, the way you think the world is, is not the way the world actually is. I, 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 the second I saw like, okay, there's this character who's telling them what to do from afar. That's clearly a robot. Like that's clearly not real. I mean, I guess they're maybe going for like Hal from 2001 space odyssey, but it, again, just doesn't, it's just boring. It just also accents. So I looked at the time. It's like 40 minutes in still no real plot yet. But I'm still like okay with hanging out here. I, I I'm with you, man. Like this is I, I I'm with you that hungover Sunday afternoon would be a, a epitome of watching this movie. Uh then all right, we got a big space crash and there's a bunch of human pods being spat out there, and then but then all the the drones just randomly start blowing them up. He's like, you can't do that. There's a hot chicken here, <laughs> dude. Come on. Well, it's it's the girl from his dream visions. The girl from his dreams. Oh my god. Uh, so they bring her back. They they help her get out of the tube. <laughs> uh, this is gross. I don't know why I wrote this down. Uh, it's a spinning up breathing fluid. Been there. Am get I right, the ladies? fuck out of here. Get the I fuck out of here. <laughs> that was bad. I'm, I'm not proud of that. Don't you don't and you dare cut that out, they... future Sean. Don't you dare cut that out. Uh, yeah, I probably won't cut it out. Uh, <laughs> then again, they explained to uh, Olga Karolinko character what happened to the Earth, and I'm like, again, why not? Just I know. Start here? Well. It's not as ba- as egregious as Suicide Squad, where there's like three openings. No, it's it's not. And, but also, at least contextually, it makes sense yeah. to explain it. Like, oh, okay, she's you know uh, some sort of space person's never either doesn't remember. Like that makes sense. Like having that exposition. What if stuff. she was the lead? Yeah, again, more interesting. And then she has flashes of her husband, who happens to right. be Tom Cruise. Like that's I don't know. It's just more it, interesting. like what if we opened with her crashing into? Yeah, like you could still do. You can still do the, he wakes up in the morning, goes on his patrol, but instead of the drone being down the first time, it's yeah. the crash, right? Like, that's like, that, yeah. yeah. I think that would be yeah, a little more interesting, and like, it would shave like at least 10 minutes off the movie, right? Then I don't write anything down, I think for like 30 <laughs> minutes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, wrote, I wrote down, then, I can't protect you, and then protects him anyway? I forget what that is. Like, I don't, I don't remember that scene. It doesn't matter. I, 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 don't, I don't remember it either. But the next thing I get to is that's when we get to Morgan Freeman's introduction. I was just like, all nothing right. ever, like so uh, he gets captured by Morgan Freeman, he, and yeah. So I know that the okay the scene of him lighting the cigar in the dark was specifically for the trailer, right? Yeah, it looks, looks great. Cool. The whole scene makes no sense because his entire crew is lining this entire room, and it's mm-hmm. black. It's pitch black, and the dramatic yep. reveal that there's a bunch of people looking at Tom Cruise, weird. Yeah, again. Just for dramatic effect. Again, he went for the visual, not for What if someone plot. coughed? Yeah. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> like, or like a, a cell phone goes off. Like, like ah, oh, fuck. God, God damn it, Carl. Uh, I'm, 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 so, I'm sorry, Beach. Just, just go from the, just go go from the, the top. Just go from the top. Like, pretend I'm not here. Pretend I'm not here. I just wrote another cigar-chomping old man is just such uh-huh. a cliche. Uh, I don't know why it was uh, talks- Morgan Freeman. How much did he get paid for this? Yeah, no idea. Um, I wrote down, uh, so like, they talk about, oh, we wear these scavenger suits for protection, these old stealth fighter tech. And I'm like, old stealth fighter tech is the predator head? Right, or, or like, <laughs> other th- like th- this is another thing that notches down in the movie is like, all right, you're doing world building and everything, but the second any of this comes under any scrutiny, we'll get into, like, the big 
finale later, but like, for example, yeah. right, the thing that, that the drones are protecting are these giant yeah. turbine things in the in the the seawater. How the fuck does that equal energy? Uh, I, I don't know. That's that's like the matrix. Like we use human bodies for energy. Right. Bullshit. It just doesn't make any. Like they're just basically sucking the planet dry. Okay, like, fine. Like you know, I prefer. I forget what movie this, but like we just came for your clean water. Like that. At least that's motivation. Other people need like other species need clean water to fucking drink. sure. Like, at least yeah. that's something. Uh, that's something. All right. Um, I just wrote down plot. Yes. Yeah. That that's what happens yep. next. Well, you you get the scene of uh, the inevitable scene. Where they go back to the Empire State Building, and she goes, oh, "I'm your wife," and I was like, first of all, I said, "Oh, fucking course she is." We all know that. We've seen a movie before. Yeah, it really. It was like, "Oh, that's I was like, "Why did is. this take so long to a, say I, this?" I wrote down Jamie Lannister's in this, and I can't remember any other roles, but I know they exist. Where it's like a big time TV actor does a movie, but their job is just to stand there and look yep. gruff. I, the only example I could think of on the time I had was Common and Terminator Salvation, but like this happens all the time. I can't. I wish I I, I spent more time thinking of it. But I, 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 I know what you mean. More. I mean the only the the other thing that comes yeah. to mind for me, it's a different role with him with Nikolai Costaraldo was Gods of Egypt. Yeah. Remember that that turd blossom? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a monster. That's yeah, that might be a amazing. one that I hope we watch someday. I think I put it. It in might our be in our ones. ones. Yeah. I would love uh, to watch that. I think that sounds. I, I do want to watch that to see what piece of shit that is. And so they send him off to go figure shit out. And I, you got your motorcycle back, oh, Tommy. Oh, you Yay! mean my favorite line of this whole movie is when he comes out of the hole and he's like, sure. "Not my goddamn bike." <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. I enjoyed that. Again, power of a movie star can sell that. I wrote down there's one guy that just gets annihilated by a drone that was hilarious. <laughs> there, are just, some, just, there are some red shirt deaths in this movie. Because yes, because there's some drones that just can these drones can annihilate yep. guys, but also to can, t- can go down with one oh, shot. Oh yeah, like right to the back of the testicle, right there. Just right in the testicle. Yeah, they they've got they've All got right. a they've got a spaceport, a Star Wars butthole spaceport on the back. That can just be shot right. by a sniper. All right, so I wrote down at 110. That's when we officially figure out, oh, she's his wife. That's a long way uh, into this fucking movie. Yeah, there's only 50 minutes left. I wrote down, real risky move, uh, just holding a ring out on the top of the Empire State Building like that. I'm like, one gust of wind, bro. Oh, That's I thought you side. meant in terms of, like, if she says no. But no, I know what you mean. Yeah, like, that could be. <laughs> well, all right. Also, also, my notes, when they were location scanning of this movie, Tom Cruise and the director saw a guy actually proposing on the Empire State Building. You don't have to use what you see, man. <laughs> I, I listen. It's some, it's no, no, no. Thing. I know. I, what I'm saying is like, yeah, okay, but oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Then we go back to uh, their base to go rescue the redhead. Then this is one of the weirdest parts of the movie, where like he gets shot yep. by the drone. There's an explosion, yep. and then he's like, "What do you mean you guys killed her?" I'm like, "Dude, you didn't just like they just opened fire." And yeah, of course she's fucking dead. Is her corpse mm-hmm. like right there? Or at least, like, just, like, her shins, at least. Yeah. Uh, the floating metal ball sacks are just... Like, that's what I think, too. It's like, if they put it more... Like, here's the thing. It is a unique design, but it's not intimidating in any stretch okay, of the Okay, so th- I'm glad you if- brought this up, too, because I felt like the art designers, specifically sound-wise, wanted them to sound intimidating, but the noise they make sounds like a robot duck that's been auto-tuned. It's like, wow. You know what they are? They're like... <laughs> They're like they're like in what they put in tutorial stages of video games. Like, hey, destroy these balls real quick so you learn how to. Totally, use your yeah, exactly. They're training droids, but big. Okay, we got another dog fight that's pretty fun. But I, I wrote down, I love when actors are clearly not actually in like a, a a ship and they're just doing their head turning quickly in dog fights. Just oh yeah, because they would be like, flying all over yeah. that cockpit. I, I wrote down Tom Cruise's dream is coming up, which is acting alongside himself. That is his dream. I forgot, I forgot what context of this too, but Olga Kurlenko just had a uh, 
like like, like a, she forgot to act like her forgot her line they left oh, in uh, moments uh, at a, some a, point where like he says something to her and she's like a, a James Franco Fuck. moment <laughs> or, or, yeah, a, James or a Toby Maguire moment <laughs> Toby did nothing wrong don't don't you be a Toby okay. apologist to me I will I will apologize to Toby all goddamn day uh, alright that's when we do get the reveal there's another Tom Cruise you know I wrote down she's the only one who could beat up Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise <laughs> the the so unironically I thought I thought it was so this is all right this is an example of showing not telling where they go into the uh, radiation zone which of course the fuck shed. The, well they go to the fuck shed but like what I mean is like they go to the the, the radiation zone to the desert mm-hmm. right they're in the yeah. desert oh yeah and when they're sitting there at the crash site and then another one of their things shows up like the exact same thing yeah. and then Tom Cruise co- walks out and there's two Tom Cruises I was like, okay, that's how you show a rev- and, and and not tell with your world building. You know what I mean? It's I like the scene. Like, it, I did. It's, it's kind of out of nowhere, but I do like yeah. the scene. It's like it's like it's like they tacked it on. I wrote down again, pissed we didn't get it. I don't know which one to shoot. I feel like that's a cliche. Whatever the cliche, put it. In, I don't know. Which uh, one to I shoot know. I know. Well, after this scene, right? They fly away with this guy. So he's number forty nine, right? And first of all, yeah. anytime you're a numbered tech. There's going to be clones. It's just going to happen. Yeah, it's, it is. It's, it's inevitable. Fact, so sure. that that's inevitable. But like, this question got answered. But after they fly away, they kind of just leave him in the desert. Yeah, no, he's he's dead. <laughs> like, he the question is answered. I mean, they. I guess they pick up they pick him up later in the movie, but he's yeah, tied up he's in like, the desert. We can't, he's tied up in the desert. I mean, you can probably get out of that, but he's still no water in the desert and no ship. All right, so then we get the full explanation of what happened by Morgan Freeman. I just wanted to sign jumbo nonsense. I said, what was the size of Morgan Freeman's like, paycheck on this one? That's what I wanted to know. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. We get the full, I wrote a full generic backstory. I was like, you know what else would be way cooler? If we saw Earth being invaded by hundreds of Tom uh, I mean, Wouldn't that be way uh, fucking cooler? If you're going to have a flashback exposition scene, I'm in. Like, that would have been way like, oh, shit. Like, oh, our hero came down, and now there's hundreds of evil versions of him. That's interesting. Uh, uh, well, okay, let, let's just, fi- I think we got to get to... Th- we can wrap. We well, can, no, we, we got to get to. We got to right? talk about the actual crux of the movie, which is that yeah. the reveal is there's a bunch of clones of of Tom Cruise and the redhead, whatever her name mm-hmm. is, Andrea, uh, <laughs> Vicky, whatever. Andrea, it's Andrea Riceboro. Her character name. is Okay, Victoria. Victoria. Okay, so there's clones of all of them, and they have sections of Earth, and they're all defending, like they're all clones being controlled by the Tet, not the Tit, the Tet. The Which tets. do you know the short yes. the, the the tet is short for? It's tetrahedron a tetrahedron. It's exactly what it is. Yeah, like wh- just yeah. call it that. But whatever. Um, whatever. Which visually looked cool. I loved that it was in the background. Thought that was great. That was a cool touch. Yeah, no, it was interesting. Like, again, remember they opened like the moon right. blew up. Like I feel like like they blew up right. the moon. I feel like tides are all fucked right now. But whatever. Um, yeah. Okay, so then we get the what the resistance's last ditch effort is. Is we're going to send a, their own drone in to nuke the tetrahedron. And then lo and behold, oh, the drones got to them first. Got to them first, right. but only we can send one person in to stop this. And then uh, they go in, they blow it up. We get we get the full official flash flashback of how they got taken. Right, by the thing. which for the which doesn't make, right. well, there's a lot of it doesn't make sense. But like the the two of them were astronauts that were cloned a million billion times by the Tet, yes. which is I guess a machine race, right? First of all, yes. the floating Tom Cruise looking like it's about to suck its thumb was really funny to me. Yeah. Re- really, really, really fucking funny. <laughs> okay. So th- that's, and then they blow it up and then everything's fine. Like that's what happens. So 
yeah. we'll get to the ending scene, which I think is the funniest part of the whole goddamn movie. But like, mm. none of this makes any sense when you really think about it. Like in the moment, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, plot twist. Okay, yeah. cool. Why? Okay. If you were able to invade the Earth with a million clones of Tom Cruise, first of all, good job, you did it. That 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 yeah. would do it. Yeah. And, and Morgan Freeman's like, okay, they're all, you know, they all came out, you know, uh, 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 no souls, like they're all gonna kill all of us. Why would you then not be able to control the ones that are re- repairing your drones? Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say like. At a certain point, the brain glitched. I know. Like, it's, it's, I feel like (laughs) there's something more there, but they just, it feels like an overly elaborate Again, again, for the sequel, that never will happen. Although it doesn't do that thing like, oh, we'll see you in the next one. So then we find out what Uh, happens. Morgan Morgan Freeman coming out of the pod was really funny to me. I wrote that down. LOL, Morgan Freeman. (laughs) It just comes out like, because he looks like he just took a nap. It looks like. Oh, man. So Uh, I wrote down. It's a nice fuck shack. Uh, oh, and then he gives a big speech but from one of the books he he reads, which I think that's the reason why is that he reads books and it jogs his memory or something. It's why he he purposely is the one that's able to get back to being Jack Harper. But then he gives a big speech of how can a man die better than standing up for what he believes in? I wrote down uh, being 90 years old with a 30 year old's ma- mouth around your cock. Like that's, <laughs> that's definitely better than getting blown into smithereens. I mean, okay. So the. the and then another ending VO we right. really don't Right, but need. then it leads to the final thing, which is number 52, right, clone 52, who got left in the yeah. desert, somehow survives, and got his yeah. memory woken up by seeing Julia, and yeah. shows up with the other survivors, and now he remembers everything, and he's he's Jack Harper, too. And, she, yeah. and, and I wrote down, like, I mean, if she's willing to fuck one clone, why not another? Oh, why? yeah, at that point, go for it. My thing is like, there's that's the sequel, right? Then all the evil Tom Cruise is still out there, and then you know they all fall in love with her, and they have to fight Tom Cruise to become the one true. Okay, Tom I feel Cruise. like Tom Cruise on set pitched that, and everyone's like, "Yeah, buddy, sure, yep." Mm-hmm. That 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 was oblivion. It was a movie. Uh, we can kind of speed run through. That. I think the the well, there's awards. only five actors to choose from. <laughs> yes, uh, best actor Tom is the only one. He's the only one. No, there's no, no one. Worst actor Olga Kurylenko. I, I like it's her. it's Julia or you can or make Jamie a, Lannister. You can make a case for on yeah. No, nah, Jamie Lannister. I guess he's like doing the part of being. Yeah, rough guy. I, I'm with you. I thought I thought Olga Kurylenko was rough. Uh, best scene. I only had two. Uh, the first fight where Tom gets dropped from the thing in the dark and like you know the big sh- kind of shootout where he's tracking with a cool white gun. You mean you that mean was, where he, he descends my... into the library? Yeah, that's that's yeah. my favorite. That was my favorite scene. Yeah, I like that one a lot. And then I wrote another nominee is Tom V. Tom. Yep, that's a good one. I like the clone reveal sequence. That's good. I've got two more. Um, I liked... I, okay, I know it's from the trailer. The Morgan Freeman cigar yeah. is just funny. No, it, it, it is quite funny. It, it right. is quite, quite uh, worth it. Lo, lo, uh, Low-key thing that I noticed at the end, when three drones randomly show up at the human encampment and just destroy everybody, like no one's alive. Yeah. There's a really nice mm-hmm. drone tracking shot that I like that it would just following this drone go through the the base and just murking everyone nice nice touch i enjoyed it no, no yeah no, again visually really right. well done like i'm looking forward to top gun 2 because it's gonna do some cool ass right. fighter pilot shit i think that'll be really cool to look at i i i, I go uh, descending in the library that's my favorite i'll give yeah i'll give it to like the library one. too so just Good the first scene. fight we're seen i only had two because again, none of the scenes are like i agree everything's bad, just kind of you know? right down the middle they're, they're all they're got? all just kind of doing their one. part i got the revel 
the revelation that that's she's mine. his wife. Yep, that was mine. That was I'm your wife. Fuck that fuck. scene. I hate it. Then I wrote down just the exposition dump of uh, of him explaining what happened to the planet. When Morgan Freeman's like, yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I'm I like, go, I'm your wife. Like, because in the moment, everyone knows. Like, yeah. of course, it's we've all read a YA novel or something like that. We know. <laughs> the Fury Road freak of the film. All right, it's what is just it? Sally. Sally was weird as hell, right. man. I had three. Uh, I had yep. Sally as well. I had Morgan Freeman's cape. <laughs> he had a cape. I didn't even notice it. <laughs> you didn't see his dope. His de- like, I was like, I wrote down that Morgan Freeman definitely just brought that cape from home and then refused to, to, to take be it fair. Off. Everyone who was in, who was wearing the fucking Predator mask, had big Fury Road energy. So I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I, I guess the Predator, the scavenger yeah. mask, or whatever. And I, I, my third one is uh, Jamie Lannister's <laughs> hair because you saw he tried doing the samurai kabuki thing. <laughs> But he only got like a little, like a little dot. Where were we in Game of Thrones at this point? Like we we're like season three. Twenty, I think. I think something like season two. Because season actually. one was twenty eleven. Yeah, so season yeah, two or three. Like... But if it's season three, then that's when he explodes as a character. So that's, this is right. Know, I think, think this is right before. He... All right, our Stephen J. Gomez memorial butt plug of the film. Got... I have uh, Morgan Freeman's exposition dump, Melissa Leo's exposition dumps, and Andrea Riseborough's uh, exposition dumps. All right, that's dumps. good. I was gonna go with. I have two different ones. I got Sally. Because she's just always there to be like, well, here's what you're doing right now. Go do it. Like, she just, like, starts off that. Yeah, Melissa Lewis right. Oh, okay, okay. It's, it's Sally. Um, okay, yeah. So I, I got that one. And then I just have Jamie Lannister because Nikolai Coster Waldo is like, I don't know about this. Yeah. I don't trust him. Oh, I guess you were right, Morgan Freeman. You know, you know what? I, I, you're actually right. Yeah, he's more of a traditional butt plug because he has to be, like, just the guy at the camp that doesn't trust that, He made me think right? of like, Steve Gomez. That's who it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to Jamie yeah. Lannister as well. Nikolai Coster Waldo, you're our you have of this Nikolai, You're the Nikolai Coster Waldo yeah, memorial he, butt but plug. But then remember, in the fights, in the fight sequence, though, he earns his begrudging respect. He's still the butt plug. Okay. Uh, trivia. I said most of it. The original title was called Horizons, which I think is better. I would say so. Yeah, it's still generic, but it makes more sense. It's more. It's more of. It's more of what yeah. this film is. And uh, Andrea Riseborough, when asked about what her worst job ever, said in the late 2016 interview, said either shredding a duck or oblivion. Oh, boy. <laughs> Which makes me think she did not no. enjoy this. <laughs> but granted, like, if you're an actor, like this is that's a fucking nothing yeah, role. I know. Your job is to stare at computer screen and tell Tom She Cruise never left a soundstage. <laughs> yeah. No, she she didn't. She could do any of the, any of the cool shit. Okay. I have, this is the new segment called Other People's Hot Takes. Uh, where I went, I scavenged the internet for fun hot takes about this. Spicy. My dad made me watch this shit. When I'm dying in the hospital one day, I will think back to this terrible movie and beg for two hours of my fucking life. Back ooh, ooh, it wasn't that bad, buddy. By, by, by Ishay 14. Ishay, you gotta examine that relationship with your dad. Yeah, you and your dad gotta talk, buddy. <laughs> if I had seen this film as a middle schooler, I probably would have lost my mind. Three stars by Chuckle See, Bozo. See, I'm with Chuckle Bozo on this one. That's a that's a good take. If I'm 12, yep. this movie's great. I, I, think I, stand, I stand by that. And finally, like if astral projection was a cinematic experience, this is it. Five stars. How'd you find that, man? I just go on Letterboxd and just just, just go looking, man. It was hard to find five star reviews. Part of me, I'll be honest with you. I'll be very honest with you. Part of me watching this movie wanted to give it a seven. I can't. (sighs) I can't. Because after I walked away. I was like, wait, what just happened with two hours of my life? It's another one where I instantly just started forgetting. I think it's a six. I think it's got to stay there. I think I think it's right at the six, and if somebody else really wanted to fight for it to be a five, I probably yeah. give in to that. I don't. I just not. I don't care strongly one way or another to drop it to no. low. So I think I think it's because I was six. reasonably entertained. I was. I can't deny that. 
Like, if I had seen this in a theater, I bet I'd have been more right. entertained. Uh, you know, watching it on a laptop screen, not so much. But still, like, again, a perfectly fine Oh, you didn't watch film. it on your 4K giant TV screen at home with, with your sound system going? No, no, no Kevin. You don't, don't have, have that? that? Oh. I don't have this. I don't. I don't Sorry have that, Kevin. All right, this film does not say the title of the movie in the movie. So oh yeah, now yeah. Like, why was it called Oblivion? <laughs> why was again? Again, I felt like they were like, we need a sci-fi title, and they just looked through the database of what hadn't yeah, been taken. That's yet. probably what it was. He's like, like, wouldn't it be like, like the Tet or, um, After Earth would have been better. Oh, that that <laughs> quality film. Not even quality. This is a better title. At least it kind of explains what I the know, fuck's going on. Uh, Kevin, do you think this film passes the Bechtel test? Ooh, do I think it passes the Bechtel test? This feels like a trick question. It could be. No, it can't. Does it? Yes, it does. Who? Yes, it does pass. Who possibly talks about not because, Tom Cruise? Because because Olga Karolenko and uh, uh, Andrea Riseborough have both characters have names: Julia and Victoria. They both have a scene together where they, you know, even when it's just her treating her wounds and kind of be like, oh, are you, you know, cough up the shit, lady. And Tom Cruise is not in it. Therefore, it passes. I, the I could have sworn Tom Cruise is in that scene. He comes in after like 30 seconds, but it does count. Oh. I looked, they have this official oh, website damn. that I found of, does this movie pass it? And I was like, I was like, that, this is, like, that's I a squeaker. Was, that's a squeaker right there. It is only the second film on our list to pass it. Uh, the past the Bechtel test. Do you want to guess the other second? Oh, boy, right, I'm looking at the list. I'm looking at the list. Looking at the list real quick. It definitely ain't Hitch. Uh, yeah. um, oh, Mad Max Fury Road? Actually, sorry. This is actually the third. That, okay. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, tell me the third one. Tell me the third uh, one. The other one was Suicide <laughs> Squad. <laughs> <He's> Harley... <laughs> what the fuck? Because Harley Quinn and uh, Viola Davis talk at one point. Like, <laughs> Damn it, it passed okay. the Bechtel test. <laughs> Damn it, it passed the Bechdel test. I don't nope, want that. I don't either. <laughs> Although, if you listen to this podcast, I come across quite sure. <laughs> we agree that this is a six, people. If you have the similar opinion of what this movie is, uh, let us know. By let us know, I mean let me know. Just send me a DM or something. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't fucking care. Uh, uh, now what we do next, people, is we have to replace this six with other sixes. So I will read off the sixes that we currently have, uh, currently have ready to go in our list, and uh, Kevin will roll a six-sided die. Now we go from bottom to top of this. Well, I, this will be the new one to six, but he and I right, established right, right. new rules. Yep. So when the first one I say, it, it has a one on our die, and the last one we say is our six, and so Boy, on and so forth. I am Are ready. you ready, Kevin? So in our sixes, we have 28 cool. weeks later, The Outpost, Real Steel, World War Z, I, it, it'll be fun, dumb, Signs, yeah, and I'm in Shooter. For, I'm in for all of one. these. People should watch Shooter because I will be doing my Mark Wahlberg impression the entire uh, time. These are all always on TNT, TBS, TV. Uh, these TNT, are just cable. TBS, these F- are cable FX. network television movies. The, and and yep, USA. This is it right here, baby. All right, you ready? All right. All right here we go. that roll. Oh, I'm so excited. I rolled a three. It's real steel, baby. Ooh, I've never it's seen real so steel. It's so stupid. I love it. Yeah, so now I'll be rolling in our, my 10-sided die to ensure what we got. Now, Kevin, you want to read off from 10 to 1? All right, 10, because we watched a 10 last time. We replaced it with a new one in our list. We have Once Upon a Time, dot, 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 in Hollywood. I have not seen it. So good. Uh, can't wait. So good. Nine is uh, Skyfall, which I was going to watch. Uh, fun fact, uh, I was re-watching all the Daniel Craig ones, and then I stopped because I watched uh, Casino Royale, loved it, and again, watch 10 minutes of Quantum of Solace and turn it the fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Because one of those is if, because you want to say fresh for Skyfall, right? right? Exactly what it was. Yeah. To get yep. to do it. When we do it 10 yep. years from now, because we're never, never roll a nine. Uh, <laughs> that, yeah. That, uh, it was just, yeah. it was. Yeah. You Remember in uh, Spectre when they bring back 
plot moments of Quantum yep. of Solace, and you're like, we're supposed to Quantum of Solace. That? I mean, it like I've tried to watch it twice now, and I think yeah. personally, it's probably a six, objectively speaking. But when I watched, I wanted to give it a fucking two. I hated it. It was this. Yeah, it was the. It was the flash like... cuts. The flash cuts were terrible. Oh yeah. I mean, we'll, t- we'll we'll probably do that one day as like a four, Maybe. I guess. Uh, but like, yeah, that movie's a fucking well, mess. It, you know, it's, too, it's because the worst part is it's compared to Casino Royale. It came, it came out, right out like a it. month and a, or a year and a half later, and it, and that is like that's the Danny DeVito to Schwarzenegger, yeah. right? Like that's yeah. just a mess. All right. All uh, right. So the, well, to watch that one, we'd have to roll an odd number, which apparently we can't do. Um, number eight was Drive, which we're never going to watch. Um, Con Air is number seven, which I know Sean is excited for. Uh, I want to do Con Air. We need Nick six is Real watch. Steel now. Five is Frank. Um, Frank. Uh, and then four Frank. is Ava. Sorry. Oof. It's technically that's technically that's it's your fault. Rough. Moving on. Uh, number three. It, uh, uh, three is Amazing Spider-Man two. I would love to watch Amazing Spider-Man two. <laughs> I was kind of in the mood for it, actually, yeah. And then two is Cats, and one is Catwoman. <laughs> There's some shit. Roll it up, baby. Don't fuck All it right, up. Alright, I'm going to try and pull my screen down. So I don't trust see. you for a second. Escalators, 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 Eels. escalators. Eels. What'd you roll? I rolled, so you can see. A three? Okay. Oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> that, that's not too bad. It's not too bad. Here's the thing. This is at least going to be a watchable thing. Oh, no. Sure. It's going to be like two hours. <laughs> oh, it is like two hours, isn't it? I'm, me, I'm pulling it up. Let's see if it's streaming oh. anymore. You know why? My, my, we have, we got, we got stars with our cable yeah, downstairs. I, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, like, all the Spider Man movies are always on a loop. All of them except Amazing Spider Man. Ah, too. yep. Uh-huh. You can see any yep. of the other ones. That's the one that's never on. You need on. a premium subscription. What do you need? Sling T. Oh, whatever. We'll figure it out. Premiums. We'll, we'll, yeah, we we'll be fine. Um, I'm, I'm not too. I'm not too. Oh worried. boy. Uh, I. 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 I that, we can't talk about it now, but there are some stories from when we watched this the first time. Yeah, we'll. We will have a full. That will be a bigger one. But this one was kind of a quick pod because it's oblivion. We don't yep. have much to talk about. There will be some fucking thoughts <laughs> about Amazing Spider-Man. Do there will be some and some thoughts, opinions, sir. <laughs> oh, other than that, all right. Everything's been wrapped up here in a nice little little. Uh, Little bow, almost at an hour on the dot. General. Yep. Now, I have one last thing. Is uh, as always, Ben Affleck. Benny, on, baby, pod, Benny, oh, Benny, Benny. We're always here on for the you, pod. bud. Come on, you got a new movie to promote? Come on, Come the, on pod. the pod. Other than everybody, we'll see you next week. Come on the pod.